Good afternoon, saints. Welcome to this Monday afternoon service. Today's message was originally planned as yesterday's Sunday service by video, but technology would not cooperate. So perhaps by divine intervention, this is even more powerful. When we start to talk about justice, especially justice in the black community, Many of us become negative and complacent. Some of us get angry, and a whole lot of us live in despair. It's a sore spot. It touches a nerve, because no matter how competent we are at what we do, or how smart we prove ourselves to be, no matter what kind of lawful or spiritual lives we live, or how high we go up the ladder of society, we are always only black, judged by our skin color without regard to much else. So, often as a consequence, we don't vote. We stop caring about the quality of our education or that of our children, and we simply give up and come to expect mistreatment and substandard living as a fact of life, even now in 2020. A few of us get in the fight, but after a while, even the fighters despair. Today's sermon will take us back to an Old Testament prophet who, like us, wanted to give up the fight but instead decided to take his complaints directly to God. Our sermon is entitled, The Just Live by Faith, based on the book of Habakkuk. Listen to the prophet Habakkuk in chapter 1 of his book. It sounds eerily as if one of us wrote it today. From the Message Bible, it says, God How long do I have to cry out for help before you listen? How many times do I have to yell, help, murder, police, before you come to the rescue? Why do you force me to look at evil, stare trouble in the face day after day? Anarchy and violence break out, quarrels and fights all over the place, law and order fall to pieces. Justice is a joke. The wicked have the righteous hamstrung and stand justice on its head. Isn't that how we feel sometimes? That justice is a joke and we are surrounded by evil? But God's answer to Habakkuk confounds him even more. This is what God says. He says he would send the Babylonians to punish and judge Judah. Now that is unbelievable to Habakkuk, that God would use a nation more pagan and vile than Judah to punish Judah. But God's reply gives us insight into God's attitude about justice. And we must remember When we talk about the injustices of others, we have to think about our own lives and what we're doing wrong 
and how we may be mistreating others as well. God let Habakkuk know that even though he would use the Babylonians, that they would be paid back with the very same weapons they had used on Judah and others. And he said that ultimately the earth would be filled with the glory of God. Isn't that what we really want? There are two important things we must consider here. First, that those who are now on top and running things are only living on borrowed time and soon it will be cut off. And secondly, God is often speaking and answering us through his activity. Christians seek God's voice through prayer, through his word, and through his messengers. But often we fail to realize that God also speaks through his activity and the events going on around us. God encourages us to be alert to the things that are happening now so that we will know how to respond and how to adjust our lives. The songwriter says, Lord, whatever you're doing in this season, please don't do it without me. Look around. What is God doing? Do you need to repent from old ways and lifestyles and bad habits? You see, if we say God rules our lives, then we must walk with him and talk with him and obey him. We must walk by both the inspiration of the Spirit of God and wisdom as well. Wisdom and revelation. When the apostles needed the help of some good men to help shepherd the exploding new church, they chose men full of the Spirit and wisdom. Acts 6 and 3. In other words, we need a little more Jesus. As, and as my grandmother used to say, it also takes sense to live. So get out and vote. Use your influence for good. Follow our bishop's lead in speaking truth to power. Do what you can, but do so in the strength, power, and guidance that comes from the Spirit of God. Because we don't know it all, and we can't see it all. God is speaking. And I believe that he's using the events of today to bring us closer to him. And he is tearing down strongholds that have held us in bondage for years. Consider how he used various events in the Bible. There are many, but let's consider three. First, remember how he showed his disciples his power by calming a raging storm, simply by saying, peace, be still. Also, he showed his compassion for sinners when he dined with Zacchaeus. 
and enabled Zacchaeus to turn his life around. And God sent us a very compelling message from the cross about just how far he was willing to go to free us from sin. When we use our spiritual discernment, our spiritual eyes, God's activity speaks to us and reveals things about God to us. If we're sensitive to that revelation, we can know him in a very real and intimate way. We know that he will show up. Christians who have discerned God in this way have been heard to say things like, he may not come when we want him, but he's always right on time. Or God makes a way out of no way. Or God works in mysterious ways. They say these things because they know that no man brought them about. Only God. Our job is to stay woke. The just live by faith. When Abaca looked around and discerned God's activity, he thought about what God had said in Habakkuk 1 and 5. God said, look among the nations and watch. Be utterly astonished. For I will work a work in your days which you would not believe, though it were told you. Then Habakkuk responded at the end of the book with this. Though the fig tree does not bud, and there are no grapes on the vines, though the olive crop fails, and the fields produce no food, though there are no sheep in the pen, and no cattle in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in God my Savior. If we think about What's going on now? Maybe our response would be something like this. Though people all around us are contracting coronavirus and dying by the thousands, though the bills may be piling up and many have lost their jobs, though churches and schools are closed, while the wicked continue to prosper and justice evades us. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. The Lord God is my strength. He will make my feet like deer's feet. He will make me walk on the high hills. God's going to work it out for us. He will guide us and order our steps. He said in chapter 2 of Habakkuk, write what you see, the vision. Look at that man bloated by self-importance, full of himself, but his soul is empty. But the person in right standing before God, the just, through loyal and steady believing, is fully alive, really alive, by faith. 
The just shall live by faith. Remember, saints, to hold on to your faith and open your spiritual eyes to see all that God is doing. Don't get discouraged and fall away. Keep your energy. Don't lose your hope. Continue to do what is right. Vote for responsible leaders. Advocate for justice in our communities. Keep hope alive because God is alive and greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. The righteous, the just, live not by what we can do alone in our human strength, but by faith in an all-knowing, all-powerful God. The just live by faith. May God increase our faith.